0: Hello. Y como dijo, y como fue Chombita Chronicles, sí, yes, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Ustedes están disfrutando del show de Chombita Chronicles con su afritiona Jovi D. Quédense ahí, regresamos después de esta pausa. Hello, mi gente hermosa y fabulosa! ¿Cómo están? Aquí estoy en una nueva edición en Chumbita Chronicles. ¡Yes, yes, yes! Y tengo una invitada muy, muy especial. Exactamente, todos los invitados en este espacio son muy especiales y yo no voy a decir más. Ella es empresaria, pero también tiene una historia muy bonita y obviamente también En Afro-Latina, pero vamos a hacer esta es una edición especial porque mi compañera o oh conocida Camille eh, ella va a hacerla en inglés y yo le voy a hacer las preguntas en español y después ustedes van a recibir la traducción obviamente también en este espacio So, sin más le presento a Camille Vlog. Camille, how are you? I am doing well this Sunday, how are you? Great, great i I such an honor to have you here so wanted to um, share your story. So I will say in Spanish, ¿Cómo te criaste? How, do you, how are you brought up? How was little Camille? How did it start? It? Oh, that
1: is a complicated story. <laughs> <laughs> So, first things, Uh, I guess it's good to kind of just give some uh, context to like my family dynamics. So my father is, uh, he immigrated from Nicaragua to the Bronx when he was about 13. And my mother is African American probably I think second generation Puerto Rican. Um, and so she was brought up in Spanish Harlem and that's where I guess they met (laughs) and then conceived me. Ah. So I (laughs) was brought up in Spanish Harlem up until I was roughly 11 years old. And then they moved to South Florida. So one melting pot to the other. Um, so definitely Mm -hmm. two very different dynamics. Like you'll have like the typical Central American Nicaraguan background, so you know, that's yes. <laughs> um, and oh yes, you have like the Black Puerto Rican side, which is like very like loud, boisterous. Um, so it, it was a little bit complex growing up in those two different households. And I, you know, for a while, I thought that's kind of how other people's families were. <laughs> until you know, I got to school and people were like, "Hey, um, why is your mom black?" <laughs> And you know, for people that may see my photos, I'm pretty pale. Even though I identify as Afro Latina, it's just kind of—I mean, you can't choose your skin color when you when you're <laughs> when you're born. So, exactly, I didn't know exactly. I was different until people told me I was. You know, I, I just I was—I thought I was normal. So, yeah, you know, my family's really loving. Um, I don't have the strongest relationship with my parents. That's just you know, maybe a little later we'll go into that. But for the most part, yeah. my family is really supportive of what I do. We've definitely been breaking a lot of generational curses. I feel that a lot of Latino, Latina, like uh, pretty much a lot of (laughs) families face, whether you're Hispanic, Latino, or you're Black. It's just we're all going through our own struggles and just trying to break through that and, and provide a different life for the generations to come.
0: Excellent. I love that part that you say, we're breaking generational curses. That's what it's all this about, is showing and telling people let me say en in, in, in español Eso es lo que yo estaba diciendo. Es una cosa tan importante que también dijo. Estamos rompiendo las barreras de el, lo que era el tabú, el estereotipo. Y estamos incursionando nuevas posibilidades. Okay. So, that's great. That's great. You know what? I, and I like the fact that, you know, you know, kids are going to be kids. And obviously, they, you know, let you know how. <laughs> they think and uh, and but thank God you know like you, you said your family you moved forward and now uh, you had different. Are you an only child?
1: No, I am the oldest of four.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So I
1: have um, oh, wow. I have a twenty four year old brother. He's actually in the air force Station in Germany. Oh wow, and wow. I have uh, two younger siblings that are fourteen. Um, different mothers, Oh, but,
0: wow. Yeah. Different. <laughs> and, Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I, I love
1: them. My sister's on the spectrum, and she is just so special to me. Uh she we actually share the same birthday. And my youngest brother is just like this the sweetheart of us all.
0: Uh, <laughs> the most that most is heart ever. That is that great bonding that I like. That actually I do have younger siblings from my father's side, as a matter of fact. And yeah, I get you. I really do. Anyhow. We are going to go in a little, I'm going to break because I do break. So, vamos a ir a una pequeña pausa y vamos a regresar con Camille, Camille, en un momento. Okay, quédense ahí, quédense ahí. Están escuchando Chombita Chronicles con su aficionado Yobidi y invitada especial Camille Vogel. Breaking generational trauma no va a ser cosa fácil. How do you down multiple barreras? Y a la misma vez, build yourself up. Bueno, sigan escuchando para que puedan aprender cómo se logró esto. Y también en este episodio vamos a escuchar how to hold these companies que promueven según la diversidad accountable. No se lo pierdan. no listen more coming up. Y estamos de vuelta. Y como dijo, y como fue. Chumbita Chronicles, de Yes, I'm Here. Mira que yo tengo que hacer una excepción tan grande, pero creo que esta historia es válida, especial, para que ustedes, es como te digo, es solo representación. Camil, imagínate, afrolatina, por, eh, con herencia puertorriqueña, nicaragüense, y como y estamos, como dice rompiendo barreras y no, nuevas bendiciones en, en todo el aspecto. Ahora, yo voy a volver a hacer las preguntas a Camil, Camille, so we did the little Camille. Now we say, okay, Camille, how do you become? We connected through this amazing chapter or platform that is called Latinas in Tech. And I've been like seeking for forever to sit down because I knew I was like, there has to be another Afro Latina in these unseen spaces Mm -hmm. and hear your story. Highlighted literally right after I had a workshop for Afro Latinx um, for Black History Month, and I was like, I need to talk to this girl. (laughs) I need, I need to reach out to her. I know she has a story, and obviously, here
1: we are. All right, yeah, no, honestly, I feel the same exact way. It's it's really hard to find other Afro Latinas in in tech, and I think that's just kind of the way that um, people identify. You know, like some people you may not even think might be a Latina because maybe they might yeah. be like more African-American presenting or kind of just that's who their audience is. But, you know, unless yes. we kind of hourly tell you like, hey, I'm these things, they exist at the very same time. They're, you know, they, they work together, not apart. So yeah, no, I, that's really why I, I try to take up space, but also like space for other yes. people because I need people to know that like, I am not just both like not a Latina. I am black as well. And so, you know, I need to represent both because I feel like there's room for both to have growth in technology. And, you know, I think we might go into this later, but, you know, light skin privilege is a thing. Colorism is a thing. And so
0: yes it so is i, I would mm-hmm. like to
1: say mm-hmm. I, I feel like a trojan horse sometimes
0: <laughs> like i want to go
1: and then i want to take up space and then make it more like acceptable and then bring other people whether they're darker than me a different culture than me but like i want to open up those spaces for they for them to exist and to prosper as well
0: i know i hear you i hear you that's a, and i feel you and this is the funny part Is like you know, you being the what, and the thing is that the greatest thing about you, what I admire right now from you, is that you are aware of your heritage, and you like I know what I am. I am, and I want to make sure that you can see this and be aware. And hopefully, for the ones that also haven't come out, like you said, some people kind of think they are, but they're not coming out yet. But this is the space that i We're le- we're letting you know. Please do. Please come out. Please you know, I I had to just learn a lot of things and relearn Mm -hmm. a lot of things. And, and basically it was really shocking uh, what we were taught in, in in grade school and so on. And, you know, really comprehending the history of what really we went through. And it's really hard. And it sometimes, yeah, it it will make you sad and mad at times because then you're like, oh my God, I, I had to learn all of this. And and if you are not able to get those stories from your from your parents or grandparents, if you're lucky enough, or even, you know, aunts and uncles, it, it it's it's just a verse that the information is there and there's more podcasts, there's more blogs, and you know, everybody's trying to contribute a little bit into this narrative of uh, we're here and we're gonna exactly. stay. I wanted to I wanna touch a subject which I think that's where I think the outburst came even stronger because of last mm-hmm. summer of what most of us witnessed with the George Floyd uh, murder.
1: Yeah, no, it was it was tough. And then um, my in my last role, I felt that it was mm-hmm. even more stressful because there was a delayed acknowledgement about it. And I was the only person mm-hmm. of color like directly on my team. And it was very stressful mm-hmm. because here i am trying to not only prove myself as like a regular specialist but trying to prove myself and and, and unfortunately any person of color that's coming into a majority white space you're representing multiple people
0: <laughs> oh yes. oh yes 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 and i think i and they they say that i think i am um, i heard it in another podcast is like you are that role model that example of is okay if campus like this less than maybe we are open to hire somebody else as well. Yes. Yes. You definitely carry exactly. that flag. And, mm-hmm.
1: and so it was frustrating because here I am, you know, again, working in predominantly white space. I was one of probably the best teammates people probably had in that company. <laughs> 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 I mean, just realistically speaking, that's just that it's my work ethic is how I roll, but it was just frustrating to see that like, I'm doing all this work and like, nobody checked on me to like, see my mental being, <gasps> Like, How are you doing in all this? It wasn't until I felt like there was just way more performative work being done because of just like, you know, a lot of people were holding public companies accountable, and and then it was even more frustrating that you know I came into the company ready to like start up employee resource groups. I wanted to get people together. I wanted to like do a Latinas in tech. I wanted to do like a Black in tech. I wanted to do a woman in tech group. And none of that, I wasn't, I wasn't approached about any about of uh, any of that until after the fact. And I have already been at the company. Let's say you're in like some change, and I had all the resources yes, and yes, knowledge yes, yes. to make it pop. And it wasn't until they got um, kind of just chewed up. And then also it wasn't until I went on my own avenue and started going on other platforms. I'm like, well, if you guys are not going to intrinsically fulfill me in the community that I want to build at work, that I'm going to take my ability to contribute to a community or build a community up elsewhere i'm gonna do it i'm gonna grow externally rather than internally exactly i, I started exactly. getting noticed started appearing on a couple of podcasts got featured on a couple like different new platforms like you know she said which is now um <laughs> you
0: know um, <laughs> yeah it's an amazing amazing new yeah non-profit organization Exactly from Gloria, I think, right? America. Yeah, and the Latinas yeah. in Tech
1: has been like the best champion for me. And I love them. And this is why like, I like ice cream their names to the rooftops. But, you know, <laughs> I started to get noticed for the for the work that I was doing and the people that I was representing. And then, you know, my last company is like, all right, well, we'll give you a little shine now. Hey, do you want to do this employee resource group and pretty much work, do like additional work on top of my already like hectic schedule, like for my regular job for free? Yeah. So I'm like, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so, so hold on.
0: you're like, no. yeah, 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 <laughs> no,
1: because it, it's just stressful. You know, I came with all this stuff ready to go. And then it wasn't until, you know, I was propped the catalyst. Yeah. The catalyst of the, the summer. Of the summer. Mm-hmm. And then also I just didn't want to be tokenized if we're, if we're being, I, I don't want to oh, be talking. Yeah. Like, unless you're really about to like really truly want to build the culture inside your organization. I don't want to contribute because I'm not going to be used and abused. And I'm sorry, but a lot of people of color, particularly black women and Latino women, we work so much harder than other people and people use this us as work mules. I am not going to be anybody's work mule. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am like, I'm here and I'm like, I cannot shake my head anymore. I'm like, yeah, girl, you saying it, you're preaching. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's so Bible. What you're saying is like, yeah, being that black token, hey, saying, hey, we, we have diversity. Here we are. Look, 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 and look, look. And I'm
1: you're
0: like, real you're really? the real singer.
1: So remember how I, I, I said, like, I want to be a Trojan horse. I want to come in here and bring other people with me. Like, you know, open up doors. There were three different occasions where I recommended three black people for roles in the company and all of them made it to top two interviews and none of them got hired I'm talking well qualified so I'm just like all right after you do not hire any of the people I try to bring in well qualified people that will contribute very greatly to the company will uh you know open doors for customers because you know diversity works top to bottom if you don't have diversity at the top then you're products and services they're going to get lost amongst people of color because they were like well like for instance security systems that's for white people i'm going to just use this cheap one right here like
0: you, you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah I, and it's just like the late I, I was just reading about this mom black a blogger african-american but she's like the way that we speak to our yep. own people it has it's different and that's why you you know you use this. Us. It it it, it 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 we facilitated it and but that has a price it 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 has it, it's it's valuable so you know and i want to really think that you know things have changed and obviously that's um again now coming back to you you made the um you made the decision to was that in the moment that you left mm-hmm. this company and then you were looking for other opportunities and then you got hired by google yeah and so i'll talk about that about process that. so I was about to start looking, (laughs) and what wound up happening is
1: that Latinas in Tech had um, a couple of recruiting events late last year, where you know various technology companies would uh, do kind of a a joint event where they explain about um, how the company is, the recruiting process, and Google was one of them. And funny story, I signed up, I accidentally checked the, yes, (laughs) I want to be contacted by a recruiter, and I didn't attend the event because I was working late because we i had i was doing the work of like three of different course. people okay I, I was you know. so right,
0: right. the
1: next week right, i get an email yeah actually no the next week I, I get a linkedin view and it says from google and i'm like okay that's weird and but then in the back of my mind i'm like well the company i was previously at had a new partnership with google so i'm like okay maybe they're you know checking me out to see who they're going to work with on the future project whatever and then the following week. I get the email from the recruiter and I thought it was spam. I thought it was a joke. I'm like, are you for real?
0: <laughs> right. Like, yeah. We, because we, we get so many weird stuff. Yeah. I don't blame you girl, but you're like, I just you're didn't be expect fine. it.
1: Um, you know, in hindsight, I just, yes. Like when I was a little girl, like, you know, I think I forgot to mention this, but when I was a little girl. I learned how to code websites at like 12, you know, so I've always had this, like, technology wow. part of myself, you know, my family, like, why are you in front of the computer all the time? And the thing is, I was learning all the time. Like, I just wanted to absorb everything. Um, and that's how that, you know, that led to my career and, and you know, started marketing and then technology marketing. But I, when I was a little girl, I was like, I want to work for Google. Like, that looks so cool. And as I grew older, you know, you grow older and more jaded. You don't think that is possible. So, you know, that part of myself that doubts myself was like, Girl, this is fake. This is not for you. But then I had to step outside of that and say, like,
0: why the F not you? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, I, and I want to, yeah, and I want to interact with you and that it's like, you know, and that self doubt, or no, or the lack of unworthiness that we feel at that moment that is like, you have the capacity, you had it there, it's there, but it's like, you know, disturbing. We, we work at that. I'm I'm glad that you no. really mentioned that. And yes. I, I guess yes. before
1: continuing on to the story, diving more into that and kind of why I don't have a relationship with my parents, you know, so we're going to tie it all together. Mm-hmm. My parents were probably my biggest bullies, you know? So oh. having that doubt stems from that trauma. That will, so yeah, that's, that's where it comes you know, from. In my actually. mind, I'm just like, yeah. well, I kind of have my mother's voice like, Oh no, it's it's not going to last. Like you're not good enough for this. So, you know, and I realized that all those, like those bullying moments were fear-based moments. And when you take the fear out of a situation and you look at the facts of it and you're like, well, this role is looking for X, Y, Z and I do X, Y, Z currently at this company. Why can't I do that? I'm more than capable of doing that. And I know that I am capable of learning any and everything and being able to like, master everything so yeah i'm the perfect person for this and so then i went through the recruiting process and uh google was amazing for like their recruiting process they it's kind of like they hand it to you on a silver platter they give you like a workbook they say these are the type of questions we ask this is what we're looking for um you know
0: so so you really felt like they were walking you through the process they held your hand yeah my recruiter was wow wow that's amazing. I wanted to highlight. And that makes go all ahead, the difference is uh-huh. having,
1: you know, somebody to help you. And my recruiter, white woman, phenomenal. <laughs> but, you know, she saw all that in me and she's like, you know, it's not only helping me, but like I I've like I believe in you. Like, so I have my recruiter believe in me and my my support system believe in me. And I went through interviews for, I think, in total three months before I actually like got a hard, concrete. Yes. And I was still working in my previous company at the time. Again, being overworked, underpaid. And the day that I got my acceptance was the day after my review. And my review did not go well because, and it was, it had nothing to do with me, but everything to do with like company policy. So like, for instance, it was like, I can't grade myself as high on this project because the overall project didn't do well, but it, but it wasn't it wasn't my fault. Like You know, my my piece of the puzzle was like so well received. So it's just like, wow, like this is my individual review, but I'm getting greater for like the group project. So that impacts my pay. And, and so
0: everybody, I, everybody, you know, they ask me, yeah. like, do you have any
1: feedback? I'm like, no. And the next day I handed in my week notice, not weeks, week notice, because right. the entire time I was interviewing, I was <sighs> building transition documents so I can hand it over to the next person. because I'm like, I need to be prepared to go whenever because I am leaving.
0: Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love that story. Vamos a regresar después de esta pausa. We're going to come back in just a moment. Hello. Y como dijo, otra nota más. Si te gusta este podcast, compártelo con tu amigo, amiga, familia, tía, chino, perro, como sea. Si sabes como la vuelta. Chau, ¿Y cómo dijo? ¿Y cómo fue? Chumbita Chronicles, say yes, I'm here, I'm here. A mí me pareció que yo tenía que traer esta invitada porque esta es una edición especial. Yo sé que para mis eh, podcasters de lengua en español, ustedes pueden conseguir los, la, la traducción, pero yo le no voy a hacer este, este episodio especial Este episodio también va a salir en mi otro podcast, porque me parece que es muy importante porque Camilo es empresaria y ella va a hablar un poquito de lo que ya hace. And what I said is that you're going to speak about your business, your future projects and how you do you see yourself in 5 years. No. <laughs> okay. Tell cool. me more about that. So
1: um for so obviously I'm assuming a lot of people on the podcast. So on, I actually yeah. teach at FIU. <laughs> I teach master students how to build websites using WordPress and essentially establishing a, a, prof, oh a professional and personal brand online. I tell people all the time, like, yes, you have a resume, but like that only says so much. If you have a strong digital presence oh my goodness, the opportunities and doors that has opened for me. So I want to spread that not just to like people who are paying universities, but like I'm planning on opening it up for the public because I feel like so many young Latinas, Afro-Latinas, like they could benefit from this information. And it's like a code. It really is like, I want to, I want to, I want to help people get somewhere faster. Like, so that's my plan. So too long, didn't read. I'm, going to launch a course for people that want to learn how to build websites using wordpress
0: perfect oh my god i'm excited up with that you and you actually you're sitting um what is it you are are you teaching in my alma mater i graduated ms in 2019
1: so um Fingers crossed, I actually want to become a legitimate professor. Um, maybe like not five years, but 10 years. So, you know, I may like look at the PhD route. It depends. I still have a couple different things I want to do beforehand. You know, like um, travel a little bit more once this, you know, whole pandemic ends. <laughs> and, um, you know, start a family and stuff.
0: I am also buying a house. Yeah. So that's uh-huh. exciting. Oh, my God. Yes. Ownership. Mm-hmm. We got to own people. We got to own. Yeah. I may definitely because, um, well, we're going to talk about business and a little bit, but, but yeah, I, I have to set up a, uh, a, a website and a more like a more formal, more, uh, traffic for my, for Champita Chronicles. it's growing mm-hmm. too. I, I hear you about the digital presence and things, great things have been coming to me too as well. And, um, So I need to be prepared for that because a lot of people, and a website is definitely your business card or presentation anywhere globally. So I expand
1: that too, because I do web, I mean, I was doing websites on the side, but I just don't have the time anymore. So I do, I think I want to launch kind of not necessarily a marketing agency, but just kind of, I want to focus on my niche, which is helping minority business owners.
0: Yes. One one of my friends. We are the same. Yeah. Yes. One of my friends, I
1: I just launched a website for him. He um, has a, a music recording studio down here. And within the first month, I was able to get him top three results, you know, just by him having an awesome website that worked for him, that was built into his business processes. And that's why I love WordPress so much is because it is scalable. So for people that don't know what scalable means, that means as a budding entrepreneur, it works for you, but then it also works for you as your business grows over time and you can integrate and inject so much technology into it, and you have a lot of control and free reign. So, just that's kind of my preference. Not pushing it on anybody, but that's you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. the the there's options out there, but I definitely <laughs> know that we we need to speak behind the scenes. <laughs> but um, I I think it's such mm-hmm. a pleasure. You're so refreshing. I I think everybody got so many gems and information from you. So, Camille, where people can reach you out? So, I don't know. Let them know the handles, but they will be in the show notes. Yeah, so, I,
1: so luckily you know, for everybody, everything is Camille vocal. <laughs> I kept it easy. So Instagram at Camille Vogel. If you want to reach out to me via my website, it's www.camillevogel.com. Same if you want to connect on LinkedIn. And please, you know, I welcome you guys. If you have any questions, I love helping people. I feel like that's my purpose on this earth is to help others succeed. So lay it on me.
0: (laughs) Send me whatever questions you have. Oh, my God. Definitely Mm -hmm. the true set answers of passing it on. And one more thing. I always, you know, make sure that obviously your story has been so uplifting today. If there's one thing that you say, one advice, something that you will tell yourself, like, you know, or anybody else that's listening, you know, it's like sometimes you you think like, I think I got it, but I don't got it. But here it is. Give you a role. So that's awesome. You know, a good tip, a good wise wisdom tip.
1: Okay. I think I'm
0: going to keep our on the,
1: the the topic of fear. And just to understand that there's two different types of yes. fear that lay within you. There's the legitimate, oh my goodness, I'm in a really scary situation physically. But then there's the fear that lives within yourself um, that is fully projected based on your past and your belief system. And so when you learn to chip away at that second type of fear and realize that you can unlock things within yourself, that you are not um, bound to where you're from, your income, your your background, like you can accomplish anything you set your mind to if you just let go of that fear.
0: Oh, excellent, excellent. Yep. Bueno, mi gente, mi lente, linda, Camille, eres <laughs> una... Belleza y un orgullo afro-latino, afro-latina. Mi gente, este es el, ha sido la edición y cómo dijo y cómo fue Chambita Chronicles. Acuérdense, darle cinco estrellas si están escuchando este podcast en iTunes, dale un follow si estás en Spotify y nos vemos en la próxima edición. Cuídense, chao, chao.